On the 8th of November 2016, Prime Minister Narendra Modi made a surprise TV appearance to announce the demonetization of 500 and 1000 rupee notes. What followed was nothing short of mayhem. Banks had never seen such large crowds at their gates, and people had never before spent so much time waiting outside banks either. While most people forgot about the ordeal, small industries and businesses that heavily relied on cash could not. The informal economy bore the maximum brunt. The shock of the decision is not likely to fade from memories anytime soon. Eventually, 58 petitions challenging the demonetization exercise reached the Supreme Court with the hearing commencing in October of 2022. The Constitution bench had reserved its verdict on the 7th of December. Finally, on the 2nd of January, the Apex Court upheld the demonetization decision, saying that it was an executive policy and could not be reversed. Rejecting the challenge posed by the 58 petitions to the decision, the five-judge bench said that the government's decision-making process was not flawed. Authored by Justice B R Gavai, The verdict was agreed to by justices S Abdul Nazir, A S Bopanna and V Ramasubramaniam. The dissenting judgment was given by justice B V Nagaratna who faulted the note ban process but did not quash it. The majority said that the 52 day window provided for the exchange of demonetized currency notes with legal tenders was not unreasonable and could not be extended now. So What did the majority judgment of the bench have to say? While delivering it, Justice Gavai said that the court could only exercise a limited judicial review in matters of economic policy. He added that there was prior consultation between the RBI and the government dating back 6 months prior to the date of the note ban announcement. Justice Gavai also said that the purpose of demonetization was proper and the exercise and time period allowed for currency exchange were not hit by the doctrine of proportionality it was observed that during the 1978 demonetization exercise the window of the exchange of demonetized banknotes had initially been 3 days which was extended by another 5 days in 2016 52 days were given to the public while stating that the demonetization decision did not suffer from any legal or constitutional flaws the majority judgment also made three other key points first the central bank did not have any independent powers to extend the time period second the government on its part had the authority to demonetize all series of banknotes and this power was not limited to one series alone and third there was no excessive delegation of power by which the government commenced the note ban exercise through a notification in november 2016 meanwhile justice nagaratna differed with the majority judgment and said that it missed the main issue which was that the central bank should have initiated the demonetization process and not the center she said that as this process was reversed in 2016 the demonetization decision was legally flawed 
Justice Nagaratna also pointed out that there was no independent application of mind by the RBI and the policy was brought in solely by the center. However, the dissenting judge said that while the note ban process was illegal, it could not be reversed now. She differed from the majority about Section 26.2 of the RBI Act on the center being able to demonetize any series of banknotes of any denomination. She also said that the parliament should have discussed the law on demonetization and it should not have been done by a gazette notification. Challenging the demonetization decision, the petitioners had contended that the procedure prescribed in Section 26.2 of the RBI Act 1934 was ignored. Appearing for one of the petitioners, senior advocate P. Chidambaram also argued that under Section 26.2, the government could not demonetize all series of notes of a denomination. He had urged the apex court to read down the provision so that the expression any contained within it would be read as some. So what does the SC verdict really mean? Business Standard consulting editor and banking sector expert Tamal Bondupadhyay said that this case was about the constitutional validity of demonetization and not its outcome, which was an economic debate and not a legal one. He explained that Section 26 of the RBI Act deals with banknotes, adding that Section 26.2 stipulates that currency can be withdrawn or demonetized on the recommendation of the RBI Central Board and notified by the government. According to him, it also says any series of banknotes of any denominations can be demonetized. Bandupadhyay explained that Chidambaram had flagged off the issue that demonetization was not done by the RBI board. Instead, it was a government move that the board ratified. In other words, it was not an RBI recommendation and the recommendation came from the government. He concluded that the SC judgment found nothing wrong in the government recommending demonetization and the RBI board clearing it before the gazette notification. Also, the judgment treated any on a par with all, meaning the entire series of 500 and 1000 rupee currency notes were demonetized. Simply put, Bandupadhyay said the SC upheld the constitutional validity of the move. Business Standard also reached out to legal experts to understand what the SC's verdict means. The majority judgment is did not come as a surprise. In the 1980s, there was what was called the bearer bonds case. Bearer bonds, which sort of uh, uh, legitimized a lot of people's black money. When that was challenged, the court even then said that no, in matters of economic wisdom, we do not sit in judgment over the uh, over government policy. So to that extent, there is precedent to support it. A future government, if it ever were to think of demonetization, would have to grapple with uh, also with what the minority said and said, may, no, 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 maybe it is better that parliament uh, should be consulted in such matters. It's a 4-1 and, and the law is well settled uh, that the executives can exercise powers under uh, 26-2 in the manner they have done. So Justice Nagaratna's judgment, I don't see much force going forward except it says that the way to do it is 
is through a primary legislation. It may only persuade the Supreme Court to take a broader, a different view in future, if at all. Wiping out black money and creating a cashless economy were the rationale behind the note ban. But an RBI report in 2018 had said that over 99% of demonetized money had come back into the system. Cash also remains king in India, with RBI data showing that in October of 2022, currency with the public was almost 72% higher than the level seen in November 2016. Clearly, the demonetization debate isn't entirely settled. For more news, views and updates, subscribe to Business Standard on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast and Spotify. Also follow us on YouTube, Vimeo, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn.